Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. And how you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. It is a great day up here in Northern Illinois. It's getting warmer, man. Sunday's looking like the day I'm going to go out there and get a couple hundred miles. Cabin fever, man. Cabin fever, let me tell you. Uh, but we got a lot of good news today. Mr. Wizard is back with the 15 facts you should know. And today... It is the 15 facts you should know about the Hells Angels. And we got the Highwaymen coming in another episode. Yes, Mr. Wizard is on the ball. (laughs) Also, we're going to be talking about a bad, 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 bad precedent. Yes, the firefighter down in Texas who was uh, connected to the banditos lost his appeal. So just because he was associated with the banditos, they took his job. Bad, bad, bad state of affairs, let me tell you. And then also, we're going to be talking about some reasons why motorcycle accidents happen and the riders part in it. But first, as you can see, the 36th annual Freedom Rally in Algonia, Iowa. Now, this is huge. Big rally, man. July 2nd through the 4th. It is at Abate Freedom Park. Here's another reason why, and I talked about this on my other video on the other channel. The two organizations is a must for every biker to join. Abate and the Motorcycle Rights Foundation. I'm with Abate, uh, Wisconsin, also out of, I uh, work with a Hot Rod out of uh, Michigan, part of that, and also MRF, so get involved. But here's one of the big reasons why you want to get involved in Abate besides all the legislative stuff. Parties, okay? The Freedom Rally is a party, I hear. It is one of the best Abate throws. Oh, and they even got Freedom Park. <laughs> they got bands, as you can see. They're sponsored with Red Bull out there. There's free uh, tent camping, RV camping, car parking. Everything you can think of is at this thing. Now, the gates open at 8 a.m. on July 2nd to the general public. Now, it's $60 a member, $100 a non-member, so... Get your membership in Abate, guys. Get it, will you? And then uh, $40 for Saturday night only. Uh, there's no personal checks, uh, no ticket refunds. Uh, membership is sold on the site, and then there's ATMs on the site. This is a party that you go to. Not Daytona. Yeah, I know everybody's heading down to Daytona, but there ain't a lot of fun down there, okay? There's rodeos with this uh, thing. Hopefully you got some uh, hot dog eats, man. I always love the naked titties, you know, eating up on them hot dogs on the back of them bikes, man. We're talking barrel rolls the whole nine yards. So I will be there at the 36th Annual Freedom Rally by Abate. It's going to be an awesome weekend, I hear. So get out there, man. Get out there. Have a party. This is what it's all about is this event right there. But let's get into Mr. Wizard's 15 things you should know about the Hells Angels.
Wizards back over at HotCars.com by Erwin Siegpundir, or Mr. Wizard. 15 flattering facts about the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. Despite all the negativity surrounding this outlaw motorcycle club, Hells Angels have had plenty of incredible achievements in their histories. Hey, is that a shout-out for Mr. Wizard? Who knows? His last ones have been pretty weird. The Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, or HAMC, is a one-percenter club that most countries around the world consider to be outlaws. While the more common motto is, Angels Forever Forever Angels, hey, he got something right. Another one is also, when we do right, no one remembers. When we do wrong, nobody forgets. Uh, ain't that the banditos? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just asking. Isn't that the Banditos one? I think that's them. Uh, which is pretty menacing if you come to think about it. Now, if that's the Banditos stuff, you got it wrong, Mr. Wizard. Since the club was formed way back in 1948, its origin stories differ a bit. Which reminds me. Which reminds me. I will be doing a video, I think, uh, I don't know, probably Saturday on the other channel that says, now you're a badass one percenter. And that video is going to be about which clubs I believe that are one percenters and mainly about these new pop-up clubs that throw up on the one percenter uh, patches and then they think they're badass one percenter clubs. Anyway, a popular story is that it was formed by immigrants huh? from World War II and later amalgamated uh, other motorcycle clubs like the Pissed Off Bastards of Bloomington. Uh, they're still there. Dude, you're way off, Mr. Wizard. You're killing me here. Immigrants? Man, they're not going to like that one. <laughs> this right here is a snowflake. Snowflake putting immigrants in that man the name comes from one of the founders orbit olsen who served in the hell's angel squadron in ww2 I, now they had a whole squadron <laughs> but despite all the negativity surrounding the hamc some facts proved to be flattering here are 15 of them and i actually emailed it mr wizard to try to get him on the show but he won't return my email. What's wrong with this guy? Come on, man. You get out here. You'll learn about a little bit of bikers, a little bit about motorcycle clubs, the whole nine yards. Fifteen. The HAMC is a close brohood. I guess it's called brohood now. <laughs> he goes on to say being under the scrutiny of the law consistently can wear out the best of relationships. And most people on the road treat HAMC with caution reserved for feral animals. But even then, the HAMC, or HAMC, yeah, remains close-knit, runs plenty of legitimate businesses, such as a store in Toronto, and does a lot of charity work as well. 
King may have celebrity bonds. DHAMC has been known to have ties with many rebels of the time. Think Ken Casey, Allen Ginsberg, and Jerry Garcia. Oh, you gotta love Jerry, man. More bonds have emerged between them and the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that was a fun one, wasn't it, guys? Mick Farron, the Merry Pranksters, and Tom Wolf. <laughs> The HAMC, according to him, is Motorcycle Club Royalty. 13. The HAMC is a bona fide brand. Uh oh, he got a picture of Christie up there. Hells Angels may have begun as a free riding motorcycle club, but over the years they have turned themselves into a brand that now makes diversified things such as t shirts, coffee mugs, and yoga pants. All branded with HAMC logos. Even Sonny Barger, the leader, has branded lineup goods. Oh, it's called business. Uh, it's 12. They sometimes did security gigs. Well, we all know about uh, this one with the Rolling Stones, the Altamont Festival. Uh, thanks for putting that in there anyway, Mr. Wizard. Uh, George Harrison partied with them. Rock on. That was number 11. The Beatles were not averse to a good time, so when George Harrison met up with the HAMC members in the U.S., he invited the club back to party in the U.K. Rock on. Uh, 10. Their existence spurred many movies. That's why a lot of them call uh, a lot of people in the scene call them movie stars. Number 9. HAMC is a global phenomenon. Yes, they're all over the world. Uh, we get that, but so are a lot of other 1% clubs. You know, it's not like it's any, you know, different. 8. It isn't easy being an HAMC member. It's not easy being a member of any 1% clubs, as the story we're going to go into next will show you uh let's see here you're uh on a serious harley davidson or thereabouts to be considered a bona fide hell's angels they have to ride at least twenty thousand kilometers every year you know what this is the united states i get it you're making me do math i hate doing the math just say miles it's easier for me seven they sued disney and won rock on <laughs> they sued that rat <laughs> The rat in Orlando, boy. Who have sued Disney and managed to turn the verdict in their favor? But surprisingly, HAMC was one of the few. Disney made the movie Wild Hogs, starring John Travolta, Tim Allen, Martin Lawrence, and William H. Macy. Hey, didn't his wife go to jail a little bit over that college scandal? And it's funny, it's coming out now that uh, the feds, even going after celebrities like they do, they made their informant lie. Oh, what a surprise. And used the HAMC logo without permission. Six. When in need, they go the legal way. So clearly, despite being an outlaw group, HAMC does not take the help of the law and the legal system whenever it feels it has been shortchanged by people and companies he's calling you out 81 calling you out calling you out number five after disney hmc sued plenty more yeah i remember that uh they sued toys r us alexander mcqueen uh amazon zach zappos and marvel as well and mostly one uh, these are not confirmed again i am just reading from mr wizard's article here this is not from us four they are still viewed by some with rose colored glasses man what kind of sh is that a real sh i don't know 
That has to be one of them Chinese things. I don't know. Who knows? Motorcycle clubs mean different things to different people, but most have the same origin and stories of veterans being left to their own devices after war. Yeah, those were the 60s, man, when you little snowflakes were spitting on our boys coming home. Three, the violence is somewhat, uh, somewhat uh, justified. Hmm. Most motorcycle clubs are viewed as rebels. No. With or without a cause, and this holds especially true for one percenters who refuse to conform to the American Motorcycle Association handbook and form their own rules. <laughs> this freaking guy's killing me. Uh, two, HAMC gave rise to gonzo journalism. And that was termed by Hunter S. Thompson. Hey, you never paid them boys their barrel, man. You promised them a keg of beer. Uh, Hunter's not around anymore, but uh, yeah, he uh, he skipped out on his promise. As a form of journalism that is not objective and comes through personal experiences with the subject in question, he pioneered a gonzo journalism. And HAMC is into serious business. This is your number one in the USA alone, they have 18 trademark registrations that unbrother the use of seven different marquees, one being the iconic death head, and six more involving variations of it, but they have also extended these trademarks into other countries. And that is your 15 things you need to know according to Mr. Wizard. <laughs> and later on in the week, we're going to have his 15 things you need to know about the highway win. I cannot wait to see this one. Next, we're going to go to a serious, serious sad story here. Uh, this is out of the Waco Tribune Herald, one of my favorite newspapers in Texas. I love the Waco Tribune. They always strive to hold the code of journalism, you know, making sure facts are correct and stuff. You know, something that mainstream media don't do today. But anyway, uh, firefighter linked to banditos loses appeal on termination. This is by uh, Kristen ha uh, Hoppe. Uh, the former Waco firefighter. Oh, Waco, there's some winners. Waco. Hey, Raina, man, how's your retirement doing, you putts? Uh, Bill uh, Dudley will not be reinstated and will uh, be listed as terminated from his job nearly five years after he was arrested and linked to the Banditos Outlaw Motorcycle Club. An arbitrator has ruled. You know what everybody needs to do, man? Get on the phone with these people and bitch and moan. That's what we should be doing as bikers is bitch, bitch, bitch. Let me tell you. Thomas Cipolla with the American Arbitration Association sent his decision to the city of Waco on Monday saying the indefinite suspicion that was placed on the 13-year fire department veteran will be upheld. 13 years of saving lives, running into buildings when you freaking you slongs, let's just keep it, keep it nice right now, uh, wouldn't have never done it. So, you put a veteran firefighter at 13 years on the street, 
because he has links to a motorcycle club because you don't like that motorcycle club one of them motorcycle clubs that you railroad one of them motorcycle clubs that you spent millions upon millions upon millions of dollars of taxpayers money and got one mistrial out of the Waco deal you have egg all over your faces but you'll throw a firefighter to the whoops are you serious but hey I should have known this right now. Everybody should know that's the Waco is. You know, in this country, Waco has had two uh, incidences. One with uh, David Koresh and the other with Waco Twin Peaks. It always seems like Waco's in the middle of everything. Maybe they should be looking into you instead of putting firefighters out on the damn street. You know, one thing here with me and an insane Toronto is we love our firefighters. We will go to hell and back for our firefighters. You know what? My guardian angels are firefighters and paramedics, man, especially when I was going through the epilepsy real bad. It was my firefighters. So you're messing with firefighters who are saving lives while you're... Let's keep it freaking good, Hollywood here. Let's keep it good. While you're sitting on your white mm, and pushing a pencil. Why these people are running into burning buildings. But you go after them because they have contacts with an outlaw motorcycle club in your opinion. Here's the thing. There's lawyers, there's judges, and there's even cops that have relatives in outlaw clubs. So you're going to fire every one of them? Of course you're not. You wouldn't even go after the people that uh, shot those uh, people in Waco, would you? No. Hey, where is the ballistic reports and all that stuff, by the way? Hey, where is the charges against them police officers who killed innocent people that day at Twin Peaks? Where is it? Haven't heard nothing from you, Reina. Haven't heard anything from you, Waco. I hope they sue you into the freaking medieval ages. This is disgusting here, and every biker should be behind this dude. Everybody should be on the phones. I will be making my phone call. You can better believe that one. This is such a sad state of affairs when we go after a 13-year fire uh, department veteran. Unreal. Anyway, now that my blood pressure's up, I, you know what? I just can't stand people messing with the firefighter. You know, they got a selfish job, man. You go and run into a freaking building that's at 2,000 degrees, man. Get in there and save people. You know, they patch people up on the sides of the roads. They get you out of them cars, man. And they protect you, you know, with all they got. You know, ugh. And why people are looking up on the side of the road when they went down on a motorcycle, they're there. Get out there and protect your firefighters. Anyway, the AmericanMotorcyclist.com. What causes motorcycle crashes? The role of the rider. This, according to Donald Green. When asking a motorcyclist why so many motorcycles are involved in crashes, we hear the generalized excuse, which it isn't an excuse there, Butthead. You know what? You're Mr. Butthead for that one, man. You know, we got Mr. Wizard, now we got Mr. Butthead. Uh, 
other uh, drivers or cagers do not see motorcycles and distract drivers as the primary cause. Hmm. Although both are somewhat true. Somewhat true? Somewhat true? You moron. And supported by frequent national safe driving campaigns rarely mentioned are the more overlooked and primary causes. Oh, primary. They're saying motorcycle crashes seems to be the riding habits and behavior of the motorcyclists. The crash information is further supported by ongoing research from the Virginia Tech Transportation Institute with the Motorcycle Safety Foundation 100 Motorcyclist Naturalistic Study and has been since 2013. Yeah, Virginia Tech, I'm going to believe anything coming out of that state anymore. Considering the evidence, 76% of two-vehicle crashes involving motorcycles had impacts on the front of the motorcycle. Well, you know, when somebody's making a left-hand turn, watching for a bike, where do you think it's going to hit there, jerky? Only a 7% of the crashes' impacts come from their wear. Well, does this make any sense, Mr. Butthead? Let me tell you something here. Uh, we don't ride motorcycles backwards, you dummy. If we can agree that rear impacts might be the fault of the other vehicles, when we also must admit the documented 34%. No, we don't. You can always. You're, you can tell you don't ride a motorcycle. You can tell. Instead of other vehicles turning in front, oh my god, uh, yes, 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 oh, he gives 42%. Uh, what about the morons that are cutting you off? You didn't talk about side impacts, did you? Uh, to dive deeper into the information, motorcyclists continue to uh, demonstrate, my fault there, blah, 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 that they did not have enough control or space to either slow down, stop, or avoid dangerous everyday traffic uh, situations. I, I don't think that, you know, when you're making a lane change and they all of a sudden come up on you, or they like to brake check you. Uh-huh. Didn't mention that. Uh, let's see here. 65% of crashes are related to reasons within the motorcycle operator's control. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Wizard is from AMA Life member from West Point, New York, when a long-time uh, motorcyclist. You know what? You need to go back to damn school if you're a lifetime motorcyclist, you freaking butthead. Uh, if you guys want to read the article, because I ain't going to keep on reading this uh, horse crap, uh, magazine.americanmotorcyclist.com, uh, you can see it there. Personally, you're a butthead. You know what? I just realized... Now I know why motorcycle clubs don't talk to the media. You have guys like Mr. Wizard and Mr. Butthead. No wonder nobody wants to talk to them. They get everything screwed up. My God, these two stories today were unreal. I can't wait to see what he says about the highwaymen. You know, he's covered the banditos, how it's supposed to be in a motorcycle. You know, oh my God, where is Mr. Wizard getting his information? Is he getting it uh, from the AMA? Where, you know, is he getting? He's probably getting it from Leo. Man, that's where they all go. Every journalist out there goes to it. Uh, but this uh, thing in Texas really has me upset, man. I really do think people need to stand up and start voicing some concerns. I talked about this in the other video on my other channel. 
if you don't get involved in stuff like this, then you deserve to have it happen to you so you'd have other people, well, know what other people have to go through. Then maybe, just maybe, you'll get involved in the fight. You know, one thing is bikers are supposed to stick together. Well, how do you have bikers not sticking with somebody like this? How can you not make a simple damn phone call? Simple phone call. Showing support for a man that was a 13-year veteran of the fire department who got kicked out because of his ties to a club. If you don't think this can happen to you, think again. Think again. Anything that you see on this program can happen to you. Wait until your first time you get profiled and you're sitting there saying, Well, I'm just a hog member. Don't matter, you're getting profiled because you're on a bike. You're wearing them fancy little letters. They don't care what you are. All they know is you're a douchebag biker. That's the way cops look at you. I remember doing an interview with a cop on uh, this show. And do you know in the academy they teach them about bikers? What is that telling you? What is that telling you? And then people get wonder why guys like me and others get upset when you have Leos out there wearing three pieces, you know, three piece patches. And we're not supposed to be mad. We're not supposed to be upset. Give me a break, man. You got to choose which way you're going to be, okay? You cannot be one and the other. It's either you're a cop or you're not. Real simple. You can't go around profiling people and then want to be one of them. And I'll, uh, I'm already hearing. I'm already hearing it. it I'm, it's already coming. It's like that light coming out of the sky. Well, not all cops are bad. <laughs> say that when one of them pro, uh, pull you over and profile you just because you're riding a motorcycle it, you know profiling ain't just about clubs it's about everybody and they'll pull you over quicker than a whore on the side of a road let me tell you that's what they'll do anyway that is your news for today uh, hopefully you enjoyed the stories with Mr. Wizard and Mr. Dummy, you know, butthead. <laughs> DP for my butthole. <laughs> you remember that Beavis and butthead? <laughs> anyway, you're going to want to go over to our other channel. I put up a couple uh, videos over there each week. We're going to get that channel built up again and moving. Uh, that's where we're going to have a lot of my opinion segments over here on Biker News. We're going to have that and also some full-length production videos, one that premieres the 16th at 7 o'clock, and that's going to be about who is the Moose Riders. We're going to be talking to some of them, taking tours the whole nine yards and telling you how you can join. But uh, don't forget that Freedom Rally, man. That's going to be a party and a half out there. Come out. Hopefully, there'll be titties and pink tacos running around. Have all kinds of fun. 
So get your butts out uh, there. Uh, tomorrow I'll talk about the uh, the Yencom coming up in Indianapolis. If you guys want to come, see how clubs are actually working together, get your butts out there. You'll have fun. You'll meet me, Black Dragon. Uh, he's getting the uh, 2020 Entertainer of the Year Award. Black Dragon is. So come out and meet us. But until then... Get over there on Spotify. Carry us around with you. The home on yards. You to hear all kinds of past episodes. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.